Hello and welcome to the Hockey News Action Show, brought to you by BetMGM. I am Connor Somerville, or as you may know me, producer Connor, alongside George Nasios. I'm filling in for Jacob while he's on holiday. So, George, speaking of holidays, how have your holidays been so far? Uh, probably not as good as Jacob's. I hope he's out in the sun <laughs> somewhere enjoying the time off. A uh, little under the weather, but a lot of people are right now, so can't complain too much. Got some rest, relaxation, too much food. How about you? Pretty good. Not bad. Um, yeah, a lot of family and um, trying to not fall, not have my sleep habits completely implode on themselves, which you, is easier said than done. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into some hockey, though. Uh, we'll start off yeah. with a really, really good matchup, actually. The New York Rangers against the Florida Panthers. Mm-hmm. What do we think about this game tonight? Yeah, so usually when you look at these two teams, you think about two like kind of maybe playoff-tested, battle-tested teams, good at keeping the puck out of the net. But Connor, did you know that the last nine head-to-head meetings between these two teams, they scored at least over six goals every single time? How? Like I can get from the New York Rangers because Florida's goaltending has been less than stellar. The Rangers have Sturkin and Quick has been unbelievable this season. And when they meet up, these teams just happen to score goals. So shout out to the odds makers at BetMGM for putting the line at six goals and not six and a half. So the betting line is six goals here. So I'm going to avoid taking a team here between two really good teams, which is basically a coin flip. Maybe you give four to the edge because they're at home. I'm going to avoid that one and I'll take the over. Bet the trend. Over six goals pays 1.87 to one. And if they only total six goals, you'll still push. But you got to love the over based on that trend of them hitting it in their last nine meetings. Um, In their last four games, the Rangers have been scoring a lot of goals. They put the puck in the net 17 times in the last four games on their own. So they're averaging over four goals per game on their own. They have the best power play in the league. Florida doesn't shy away from the penalty box. <laughs> they got a very no. physical team, as we saw in the play, their playoff run last year. They're second in the league in penalty minutes, and the Rangers have wow. the best power play in the league. The Rangers are actually clicking at a pretty historic rate right now. They're clicking at 31.1% at, with the main Ooh. advantage. That would be the fifth best in, in NHL history. So looking at quite a few power plays here for the Rangers, a team that puts the puck in the net on the power play. These teams score a lot against each other. So that's my favorite bet right here, over six goals. And it's pretty good odds, 1.87 to 1. Not bad. If you're an Artemi Panarin fantasy holder, I'm sure you're salivating right now looking at that matchup. Watch out for him in the playoff props. And as well, these are two teams you should have a look at in the future odds. The Rangers actually recently just moves, moved up to co-Stanley Cup betting favorites with wow. the Colorado sorry Colorado Avalanche at 8.5 to 1. Any surprise there on your part? I was I'm, I'm just a bit surprised that the Rangers are the co-cup favorites right now. They've been sneaky good and they've been doing this for a period of time without Adam Fox too, who was out with an injury for a while. Right, uh, he missed about 10 games. Yeah, so you know the fact that they're as hot as they are and then pl- clicking as well as they have. Peter Laviolette has been a great hire, um, and even though Shesterkin hasn't been great, Jonathan Quick has decided to be 2012 Jonathan Quick again. Even yes, though he, he's basically an old man at this point. So, look, I there everything's going right for them right now. So, I'm not surprised, but. Yeah, it's can they keep it up? That's the big question. I'm a little surprised in the future market that they're co-cup favorites. Meanwhile, Florida, who went to the cup last year, 
is 19 to 1. So some odds to take into uh, account as we move forward for the year because who knows if they'll stay that way. I wouldn't be touching the, the Rangers at those odds right now. I think they're way too – the odds are way too low for them to win the Cup. All right, let's go to two teams that are probably not Cup favorites in <laughs> Nashville at Detroit. Uh, what do we think about these games tonight? I, I think uh, – Look, there's no trends or, you know, recent play that's going to point in this direction of my pick. I'm just looking at a very desperate Detroit hockey team right now. So I'm going to take that at, at home on the money line, paying 1.87 to 1. I'm not going to say they need to win this. Detroit got off to a really hot start to the season. And there were a lot of these teams that in the East that were like, which team is going to take the step? I think the favorites to take the step to make the playoffs were the Red Wings, the Sabres, and the Senators. And Detroit was the one team that got off to the start that looked like, hey, they're going to grab that spot. The Senators, we know, we all know, have had a dismal season. They just fired DJ Smith. The Sabres are all over the place. Tage Thompson has been injured for a few games. They're not going to grab the spot. But it seemed like Detroit like was the team that was going to grab it. But they have really, really, really stumbled in December. They lost nine out of their last 11. They were in a playoff spot. They are not in a anymore when you take into account points per game. They picked up Patty Kane at a time when they were kind of rolling. And although he's produced, Patrick Kane has yep. done his part. The team hasn't. They've been letting, allowing a ton of goals. Look, they went through a little in mid-December there where they had a ton of injuries to forwards up front. Larkin had a scary injury. He only missed yes. four or five games. Um, JT Comfer was also out. Clem Costin was out. Um, I know I'm Oh, David Perron got suspended um, for yeah. kind of coming to Dylan Larkin's defense. So they had a lot of injuries to deal with. I just think they really, really need to win tonight. So they're going to come out desperate. Um, Nashville's also lost two straight. So they're, it's not like they're a hot team. And... They played each other three times last year. The only time they played each other in Detroit, the Red Wings won 3 nothing. So I'm taking a desperate Red Wings team here tonight. All right. Well, it could always be worse. It could be the Detroit Pistons. Uh... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't want to go that. They had a 20-point lead on the Celtics yesterday and still couldn't pull it up. I don't know what their losing streak's at. Is that like 23 games or something? Well, they're going to they're gonna end it uh... – Tomorrow, I guess, as we're recording this against the Toronto Raptors. And speaking of Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs are playing the Columbus Blue Jackets. Nice segue, Connor. Nice segue. I try my best. Okay, this game's going to go one of two ways. Either the Leafs are going to blow the brakes off of Columbus, <laughs> or the Leafs are going to get play down to their opponent, as they always do, and either barely muster a win, or... The entirety of Leafs Nation is going to freak out until they play again tomorrow night. Now, is it just because, does this happen to other good teams? Or is it just because Toronto's the center of the hockey universe and the media is just insane here that we know the Toronto's record against bad teams is ridiculously bad? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It feels like it's all Toronto sports teams too. Like the Raptors have done it. Um, the Jays have done it too. They did it this past season. So maybe it's just something in the Toronto water, but it feels like it's more pronounced with the Leafs for sure. Yeah, they blew a two-goal lead against their the Senators uh, their last game, their first game back from the Christmas break. 
Um, they looked great out of the shoot, and yeah, things just fell apart. They have a two five and two record against Ottawa, Chicago, Columbus, and, and Buffalo this year. That is horrible. But you know, this is their third meeting against Columbus in basically two weeks. Um, the first game, I was actually at the game. It was an epic game. They were Ooh. down five nothing. <laughs> they came back and tied it with all five goals in the third, only to lose six five in overtime. And then um, yeah. for some revenge uh, last game before the Christmas break, they played kind of a perfect Leafs game. They won 4-1. Austin Matthews had a couple. Willie Nylander scored. So I think the Leafs are going to be come out like angry again. It's after losing that two two goal lead to Ottawa the other night. They got to stop giving up these. I don't want to say freebies. Look, there's no freebies in the NHL. Every team's good. Yeah. But they got to beat these bad teams. So they blew a two goal lead against the centers. I think they're going to come out stronger tonight. They get a lead. They're going to hold on to it. They're going to play the right way like they did against Columbus last week. And I'm expecting a big Leafs win, like you said, maybe blow the brakes at them. I'm taking them on the puck line, minus 1.5. So they'll have to win by two goals per or more. And they're paying 2.1 to one odds on the puck line. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, it's hard to bet it. The the Leafs against bad teams, but they did handle the <laughs> Blue Jackets quite easily last week, so I'd expect it again. Yeah, and no Patrick Line, as he's obviously out with an injury. Um, yeah, he's always out with an injury. He's always out with an injury, and <laughs> uh, we'll see who gets the start tonight. If it's Mers Lincoln's, or uh, I'm not sure who their other goalie is, but um, yeah, um, I think if it, they it's. Attract- if it's some random, we know he's just going to goalie the Leafs because that's always what happens. You know, yeah, all you they, have to do is look at Chicago. Arvid Soderblom they, has like three wins on the season or yeah. in his career, and two of them are against Toronto. So Exactly. Also with the Blue Jackets, Merz Lickens had that incident with Tom Wilson a couple weeks yep. ago, and then he got the bench. I think Tarasov is one of their backups. Yes, Daniel the, Tarasov. That's, that's it. That's one of their backups. And uh, yeah, there's some uh, Columbus just <laughs> – I mean – Every every few weeks they score eight goals or something in a game. But yeah. in between them, they get they get blown out like four or five times in a row. So they got a lot of issues there, I think, within the dressing room too. They lost four or five on their own. They've lost four in a row at home, three of those by two or more at by two goals or more. So I definitely think the Leafs uh Leafs have to be anxious to make a statement given what that lead they blew last game. And Columbus is the perfect tonic here. Also, if you're picking the Leafs to win and you combine that with Austin Matthews in the same game parlay to score, that'll pay you 3.4 to one. And you can't go wrong picking Matthews to score right now. I mean, he basically almost got another one last game, except it went off Matthew Nyes' skate. So (laughs) he's got two goals in each of his last two games against the Blue Jackets over the last two weeks. I mean, he might pot another pair tonight. At Puck Lines, just like his contract, featuring his number. That's right. Let's go to New Jersey and Ottawa. These are two teams that are sort of scuffling right now. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think? Like, they're so unpredictable. They're very unpredictable. Um, Sens have kind of, look, the Sens have been close a lot when they were on that losing streak. They blew a couple tough leads uh, when once they got uh, Jacques Martin took over the helm. They were up 3-1 against the Coyotes in the first game, lost. They were up against the Avalanche. They lost that game in the third period. Connor, uh, Connor, um, sorry, <laughs> Nathan McKinnon had a four-goal game. But in their last two, they've won. They beat the Penguins, and they came back to win the Leafs the last game. 
So I'm going to, have to take the Sens at home to keep the good times rolling. Maybe they figured something out. Jock Martin's got his systems in their head, maybe playing a bit more of a defensive-minded game. So the Devils, uh, much more expected of them this year, and they just haven't produced, performed up to expectations. Ottawa's also been getting better goaltending the last couple games, too. While they've played defensively better, their goalies have actually played decent games. They've stopped 64 of 70 sh shots their last two games against the Leafs and the Penguins. That's a 914 save percentage, well above their 888 save percentage for the season. And you know who else Yikes. has an 888 <laughs> save percentage for the season? New Jersey? The New Jersey Devils, who've gotten yeah. awful, awful goaltending this season. Who just sent down Akira Schmid yesterday. Which is, I mean, he would, well, I don't even know. I mean, he kind of ran with the ran with it a bit last year in the playoffs, but they just can't figure out their goaltending situation. Tied for the third worst save percentage in the league. They just don't look right. And I don't know if Dougie Hamilton being out has something to do with that as well. Kind of a guy that flies under the radar, but he's obviously yeah. their best defenseman. Um, Easily. And it's, it's just not working out for Jersey. So they squeaked out a couple wins in the last two games against kind of lowly opponents, Columbus and Detroit. And look, Ottawa is obviously no heavy, heavyweights, but they're playing better now. So I'm going to take the Sens at home. And I have a player who's pretty hot lately to watch out for. Okay. I think that Drake Batherson, um, oh. over two and a half shots tonight. I won't pick him to score goals, although he put two in against the Leafs the other night. Over two and a half shots, pretty good odds, 1.75 to 1. And he's had at least three shots or more on net in each of his last four games. All right. Beauty. Let's go to a team who let's say is not exactly an offensive juggernaut. Uh, Washington at the New York Islanders. Yeah. New York. They're not exactly a fun team to watch, but Matthew Barzell has had a great season so yes. far. Mm -hmm. What do you think about this game? Because this is two not so great teams, but they're also sort of in the playoff picture. Yeah. Barzell's a stud. I love Barzell. Yeah. Um, very, very good player. You always wonder if Barzell was playing on a team like a Colorado or like an Edmonton. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure this guy would have a hundred point season by now. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. but these teams are playing decent, especially Washington. And I guess we got to stop saying this at a certain point. You know, when we think of Washington, we think of goals, but it's been totally the opposite this year. I like the under. Washington's in a good spot. Interesting. They are in, okay. in the Eastern Conference playoff picture. Well, in there, they just they haven't played a lot of games, so they don't have a ton of points, but they're in the playoffs. And that's thanks to defense and keeping the puck out of the net. They don't have anybody putting the puck in the net with regularity. Ovechkin's only got six goals this year. The under's pretty low too. It's five and a half goals, but I still think they're going to hit the under and it's paying two to one. Um, Washington's hit the under probably the most out of any team in the NHL this year. 21 out of 32 games. That's 65.6 wow. out of the time. Basically two out of th three, every three Washington games, they hit the under. So, I mean, they're one of the best bets to pick on the under. New York's New York had a run. Lou Lamorello kind of called out Bo, Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal about a month, a month and a half ago, and they just took off. But they were kind of filling the net for a while. Then. But we knew, know the Islanders to be more of a defensive-minded team as well. Yeah. The games at home for the Islanders, they yes. got 
blown out of the water in their last game against the Penguins at home. They they lost 7 nothing. I think the Pens scored six goals in the second period. So the arena was probably a quarter full in the third period. The Islanders will not embarrass themselves again. They will play a more buckle-down approach against a team that doesn't put the puck in the net a lot. I love the under here, even though the total's very low at five and a half goals. I like the odds too at two to one. They've already actually played three times. This is their fourth meeting already this season before the new year. What? Yeah. Wow. That's played- <laughs> that's a lot already in this season when we're and not you know even halfway many, through. And you know how many goals these teams have combined to score in those three contests? How many? I can like it's got to be so low. Thirteen. So they're averaging 4.33 goals per game against each other. So based on their history this year, I mean, you can't get better recent history than that. Based on the Islanders, got to put forth a much more defensive approach given what they just went through. Based on Washington, hitting the under, like amongst the best of, like with the, the most of any NHL team this season, I'm really looking at like the under total here. And also for my player prop, I'm going to take an under pick here. I know we love to bet the overs. We want to see guys. <laughs> yeah. But I'm looking at somebody to go under his total here. Who are you looking at? I'm looking at John Carlson on defense. Um, Interesting. Okay. He's fallen off a bit. You know, John Carlson was once a point of game guy. Um, you could depend on him to get 60, 70 points in a season. I don't think he's even got 20 points yet this year. He's gone pointless in six of his last eight games. If you pick him to score but to not get a point tonight, so under zero and a half points, he's paying 2.1 to one. So given the fact That's... that he's gone under that total 75% of the time in his last eight games, I really love those odds. Yeah, that's not bad. Those are pretty good odds for, especially for a defenseman, even as important as John Carlson is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But another player who's extremely important to their team and who's been lighting the lamp recently, Connor Bedard and the Chicago Blackhawks are at the Dallas Stars. What do you think about this game? Is Connor going to keep going? We're going to get another Michigan goal? He's really come into his own lately, hasn't he? Yeah. Not just the Michigan goal, but that unbelievable solo rush effort against the Jets in overtime, the OT winner the other night. Interestingly enough, the odds have shortened and shortened and shortened (laughs) on Connor Bedard in the Calder Trophy odds. He's now paying only 1.25 to win to to one to win the Calder. So if you bet him a month (laughs) or two ago where he was kind of like flatlining a bet a bit, good for you because... He's basically all but a lock right now. Bedard's paying 2.65 to one to score tonight. I'm not touching that one. Can't advise you to bet that one. Uh, the Stars are a pretty good defensive team. He, he's yeah. getting it done. The kid's unreal, but I don't know if he can consistently do this every game. My favorite pick tonight is the Stars on the puck line. I like the Stars to win okay. by two or more at home. The odds aren't even that great at 1.72 to, to one, but in the... The Hawks have been competitive here and there, but let's face it, Dallas is a way better team. They've won seven of the last eight head-to-head meetings between these two teams. They've won the last four. uh, The last four of those seven wins have come by at least two goals. So it's not like we're going out on a limb here. Chicago's won only four of 17 games on the road this season. They've lost nine straight on the road. The last eight defeats on the road have come by two goals or more. 
So last time, That's... eight times they're on the road, they've lost by two <laughs> goals or more. So you're not going out on a limb at all by picking Dallas no. to win by two goals at home here. They've won four straight at home. Another pretty safe same-game parlay that you could bet on, on at BetMGM. Over five and a half goals and stars to win at BetMGM. You put those two together, it's paying two to one on. So I like that. Ooh. I kind of like that bet too. I don't know what you think about Bedard to score tonight. The odds are pretty good at 2.65 to one, but I'm kind of staying away. I don't blame you. It sort of feels like with Chicago, though, if they're going to score, it's going to be because of Bedard. Um, oh, yeah. Can't argue so, that. you know, if you want to go by that logic, maybe a Dallas Stars goalie. I'm not sure if it's Ottinger starting or not. Um, shutout? Who knows? Uh, but, maybe. yeah, it's Chicago or... They're definitely tanking. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Let's go da- to Dallas. Oh, is, before we go to the next game, I just want to say Dallas to me is a pretty interesting pick in the in the future market to win the Stanley Cup or to win the Weds. They're thirteen to one in the Stanley Cup odds and six to one odds to win the Western Conference. I really like this Dallas team. I just think uh, they're good at every level. So sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to put that out there. Those were the odds at BetMGM for those futures. No, we need those futures. Those are we gotta watch. You gotta have a reason to watch the games. So exactly. Let's go from one cup favorite to another cup favorite. The Colorado Avalanche are at the St. Louis Blues, who are definitely not what they thought they would be this season. Already fired Craig Berube. Um, What do you think? Do you like their odds against Colorado? I feel like probably not. No, I love Colorado tonight. Um, Yeah. I love it. This is my favorite bet on the night on the money line. They're on the road. Um, They're paying 1.6 to 1. Pretty good odds. I mean, I was going to say the Blues have been super inconsistent this year, but Colorado has kind of been very inconsistent too. And the reason I like Colorado so much is because in their last game, they were beating the Arizona Coyotes 4 yep. nothing. The Arizona Coyotes. Yep. And they lost 5-4. Yeah. So I was talking earlier in the show about the Leafs blow it, coming out angry tonight because they blew a two-goal lead to the Senators. The Avs blew a four-goal lead to the Arizona Coyotes. So if they're not ticked off tonight and come out with a vengeance, then I would be really shocked. Another reason why they should be very ticked off tonight, the last time they played St. Louis this year, they lost 8-2. to They got embarrassed by St. Louis in November. So they should have their revenge on their mind for that contest. And yep. they should be very upset about the that lead they blew to the Coyotes last game. As of won four of the last five meetings between these two, the only loss being the last time they played, that 8-2 embarrassing loss. So, And the Avs actually have owned St. Louis in St. Louis. The last five times they've played in St. Louis, they've won all the games. So I love, love, love Colorado tonight. You're only going to bet one NHL game tonight. You're not hitting a prop. You don't want to do. If you want one bet, I love tonight. It's Colorado on the road at one point six to one. They are your co-cup favorites at eight and a half to one. Um, I think people are kind of wavering on them though because they've been pretty inconsistent. They have been. It's sort of a weird team in that regard, in that they are so good and clearly they hold each other accountable as Devin Taves made very clear in the media yeah. uh, like last week or two weeks ago. So yeah. 
you know, expect a better performance tonight. I feel like they sort of have to have a better performance tonight. And they responded after Devin Taves called them out. Yeah. It seems that they've they there was the issue earlier in the year where Miko Rantanen addressed being called by a Finnish teammate's dad. Yes. This team seems to respond to adversity. There's a bit of adversity going to this game tonight. I, I love them here. I love them to win this game tonight. All right. Well, let's go to a team you just mentioned, Arizona, who probably yeah. won't have to come back from being down for nothing because huh. they're playing at Anaheim. But if they are, they can. If they are, they can. Uh, it's probably a stretch to assume that Anaheim's going to get four goals on them, especially with Leo Carlson out. Mm-hmm. But weirder things have happened, I guess. They got, right? got Zegers back, though. Speaking yeah. of Michigan, Michigan's. Another Michigan. Yeah. yeah. That was uh that was a dynamite Michigan that he called in the pregame. <laughs> pre-game. Yep. Yeah, tough season for Zegers. He was out for a while with an injury. Not sure if uh, he adapted to the coaching will change too well there, but um, you know, he's he's gotten it rolling a bit lately. But I like coyote the coyotes here on the money line. Yes. Um this is a this is a sneaky good team. They are. Um, and they're getting sneaky good goaltending. Connor oh, Ingram yeah. has been really good recently. Absolutely. Even Carol Vamelka, like, uh, you yeah. know, that tandem has been pretty good. And um, I like them to win tonight. They're 1.77 to 1 to win on the road. Anaheim got off to a decent start. They've been porous uh, for the last little while. They're one <laughs> that's of the worst. Good, that's very, very nice of you, George. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just got to call a spade a spade. They're tied for the least amount of home wins in the NHL, they're 6 and 12 at home. Connor, they've got four wins in their last 19 games. Oh god, that's that's tough. And now they're oh, missing and, their stud. Am I being game. impolite by calling them porous? No, oh no, you're being very polite. I, yeah, I was very genuine. I probably would have used awful, but porous is just as good. <laughs> yeah, look, the Coyotes. Every game matters to this team. They want to accumulate as many points as they can right now, so that yeah. they're battling or in that playoff spot. Spot come mid-late March when it comes down to stretch. They're in a playoff spot right now. Look at the few odds in the future market for the Coyotes to make the playoffs because I kind of feel like they're going to get in. I Most people are like, ah, they're going to go through a stretch where they'll lose 8 of 10 or 9 of 13. I think they're going to get in. I mean, amazing resolve to beat the Stanley Cup favorites last, last game down 4 nothing. They've won five yeah. of their last six. They're winning the games they're supposed to win. Unlike the Maple Leafs, they're winning the games they're supposed to win. <laughs> yeah. And the games they're not supposed to win, like the games, but this is a game they're supposed to win against a pretty bad Anaheim team. So I like Arizona to win tonight, 1.77 to 1. And if you're looking at a pre built same game parlay, go to BetMGM, go to this yeah. game, go to the pre built same game parlay section, Coyotes to win over 5.5 goals, and Lawson Krause to score. Lawson Krause, 15 goals this year. Has scored in two of his last three games. You put those three bets together, you're getting odds of 5.5 to 1. I kind of like it. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, yeah, 5.5 yeah. to 1 odds. You put down 10 bucks, you're winning 55. And I think all those three are pretty likely. Yeah, it's Arizona. Everybody thinks of them as sort of an awful team, but they're having a really good season. And we'll see if they can keep it up. I'm not as optimistic about their playoff odds, but... Uh, don't you no. want to see some playoff games at Mullet Arena, Connor? No, I don't, because <laughs> that would be very, very embarrassing for the NHL. 
that would be an awful look when they're playing games in a fewer seated arena than most NH AHL ranks. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, there's that. Let's go to our final game of the night. Philadelphia playing at Seattle. Just Philadelphia are both good and not good. And Seattle are just there. It feels like. What are you thinking about this game? Yeah. Philadelphia, I'd say, has been good. They've been good. Yeah. They, they're, they're not good because you look at the team and you're like, especially <laughs> defense, and you're like, yeah. how is this team good? But it's, I mean, we're not at the halfway mark of the season, but we're approaching. We're at the new year. They've been good. We got to give Torch credit for what he's done there. Seattle's yeah. been, uh, after a really good season last year, Seattle's been very inconsistent, but both these teams have struggled to score. And that's where I'm mm -hmm. focusing the money on tonight. Take the under six yeah. goals, 1.87 to one. I'm thankful this under wasn't pegged at 5.5. The under <laughs> is pegged at six goals at, at BetMGM, and it pays 1.87 to one. As we mentioned with Washington, Philly is another team that hits the under with regularity this year. They've hit the under in 20 of 33 games. That's over 60% of the time. And they've pushed in two others. So... If you're betting them, they've only hit the over in 33% of their games this year. So you're wow. likely going to win if you bet them to pick the under. At the least, hopefully you get your money back and they push, which at an even total of six, there's no half goals here. Six goals, they're paying 1.87 to one. You might get a push, but I think this game will fall under. Seattle has really, really struggled to put the puck in the net the last little while. They've gone under the betting total. Eight of 12 times this month, in this month of December. Wow. Pushing once. So they've only gone over three out of 12 times. That's only 25% of their games in December. They've gone over the total. They're averaging just 2.4 goals per game this month. So that's that's not great. These uh, and both have been playing pretty well this year, too. Yeah. That's... These teams both don't score, but they're decent at putting the puck in that. They rank 21st and 28th in the league in goals scored per game, but they rank 8th and 12th in goals against per game. Philly's gone under the betting line in three of their last four road games. All signs point to the under here. 1.87 to 1 at BetMGM for under six goals. That's what I like. Keep in mind, no Philip Grubauer as well, as he's currently yeah. out with an injury. So it'll be one of Chris Drieger or Alex Lyon, I think. No, no. no. Lyon, Lyon's in Detroit now. He's in Detroit. He's injured, yeah. But Chris Trigger actually, Chris you know, Trigger he came and... back. He had a good game last game. So um, uh, I'm blanking on their other goalie. <laughs> I'm blanking Let's on Google their this. other goalie here, yeah, here too. But um, yeah, the Lion Kings over in Detroit this year. Joey Decord. Joey Decord. Joey Decord. Joey Decord, yeah. who's had a very good season so far this year as well. Um, but yeah, we'll see if they stick the under. Let's do. It's never too early. Heart Trophy. You know, that discussion yeah. is always going on. It's always being debated. Yeah. What are you looking at for Heart Trophy odds just as we're about to take over into 2024? Yeah, I think this is one of the most uh, enticing, because it's a huge award, enticing um, future market uh, bets that NHL fans like to make. So instead of uh, mentioning each player that's in action tonight, I just wanted to go separately. I just wanted to mention them all together. So we got four pretty heavy contenders playing tonight. We got Nathan McKinnon playing. Yep. He's five to one odds right now, the third betting favorite. 
Jack yeah. Hughes is nine to one. He missed some time this year. He's fifth in the betting odds. Austin Matthews, Matthews is eleven to one odds right now. Yeah. He's the sixth betting favorite. And Artemi Panarin has thirteen to one odds. He's the seventh betting favorite. So we didn't mention the top two guys here because they're both not playing tonight. Those guys are Connor McDavid and Nikita Kucherov, who are one yeah. two in the odds. So what I'm going to tell you is who I like if the season were to end right now, and who I think is the best bet long term. So okay. before I do that, if you were betting, if you were putting your vote forward, if you got a vote right now, who would you pick to win the Hart Trophy, Connor? I'm just curious. Uh, let me pull up the NHL playoff picture. Okay. Because I feel like it's important. It is it's important. very important because the last player to win the Hart Trophy on a non-playoff team was Mario Lemieux in 1988. That's 35 years ago. So if you're not making the playoffs, unless you yeah. blow the league out of the water, which nobody's going to do or doing this year, you're not winning no. the heart. Ah, even though they're not technically in a playoff spot right now, I think I'd have to go Nikita Kucherov because he's yeah. the only thing keeping Tampa Bay alive right now. Um, and he's just he's been so good this season. He's been great. Like, he's racked up a ton of points, but... I'm, I'm gonna say no. <laughs> no, okay. I'm gonna say no. They're not. They're not in a playoff spot based on points per game, and he's keeping them afloat. But he's Nathan McKinnon's been tearing it up lately. So my my yeah. favorites right now are Nathan McKinnon and Quinn Hughes. Um, okay. You know, I, I think Quinn Hughes kind of has the Norse locked up at this point, even though Kale McCarr is a contender. But if the season were to end today, he's just having an unbelievable game. I don't know if you saw this play, by the way, he made the other night. It was a two-on-one. He lost his stick. Defensive two-on-one. He was yes. the only defenseman back. Yeah. He lost his stick. The winger sent the, the pass across. And Hughes kick, back kicked it away, the pass away, to break up the two-on-one. It was unreal. I've never seen a play like that. But Quinn Hughes, that's a great pick. Honestly, yeah. that's a great pick. But... um. If we take him out of the running book, it's going to be very hard for him come year end to win the heart. I'm going to go with Nathan McKinnon. Nathan McKinnon's only two points behind Kucherov in the Art Ross race right now. So it's not like Kucherov, for a while there, Kucherov was blowing some guys out of the water. He's not anymore. Kucherov's on a non-playoff team. The Avs are securely yeah. in a playoff spot. Kucherov is a winger. McKinnon mm -hmm. is a center. You know, when it comes down to that, people like to favor the centers because they're more responsible for the back end of the ice. So I definitely think at five to one, if the season were 10 today, Nathan McKinnon should be winning the Hart Trophy. Now let's talk long-term in the future odds. And we don't okay. know what's going to happen, but you know, end of year, who's going to walk out with the Hart Trophy? Who's your choice for the end of the season? Not like where things stand right now. End of the season, looking at the odds right now and looking at who's sort of in that running, I'm going to say Austin Matthews. And I love that pick. I love I think that pick. He's, he's healthy for the first time in years. And right now he's playing out of his mind. Um, and he doesn't, he hasn't slowed down at all this season. Uh, so I'd go him because I think if the Leafs make the playoffs, it's going to be off the back of his play. And yeah, they're making the playoffs, you know, even yeah. though they're losing to these garbage teams, they're making the playoffs. The reason yes. why it's tough, I think a bit with Matthews right now is because William Nylander was probably the Leafs Hart Trophy candidate for the first 20 yeah. games of the year. 
But as the season's moved along, Austin Matthews is picking up more and more. And look, he's not going to win the Art Ross race, but he's probably going to win the Richard. And yeah. although he might finish 20 points behind the scoring leader and he might finish, look, he's 11th in scoring right now, but he's first in goals by four goals over two guys yeah. who have played about four or five games more each more than him. So he's on pace for well over 70 goals. No other in, player in the league is on pace for even 60 goals. So if Austin Matthews <laughs> That's finishes, ridiculous. <laughs> if he finishes seventh in the league in points, but he wins the goal scoring race by 17, 18 goals, goals are more important. On top of that, he's a great defensive player who doesn't really get nominated for the Selkie because he never kills penalties which he's doing a bit this year. He is doing it more this season. Which is, And his defensive stats are, he's tied for second amongst forward and block shots. He's near the yeah. lead in giveaways. And he, I mean, takeaways, sorry. And he doesn't give the puck away. There's some guys that are near the lead in takeaways, but they give away the puck just as much. He's not one mm -hmm. of those guys. He's always on the back check. He's killing penalties now. He's a center. He's going to win the goal scoring race likely by at least 10 goals. And he's yep. paying 11 to 1 odds. In the future market, the best bet to make in the Hart Trophy odds right now is Austin Matthews at 11 to 1 odds. You put 20 bucks on him, you're going to win $220. I think that's well worth it. That's not bad at all. Uh, I'd love to see a goalie do it because, as we know, goalies are the most important part of any team. And feels like the most likely person for that is maybe Thatcher Demko. But, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's a wishful thinking, probably given how good Connor McDavid and Nikita Kucherov and Austin Matthews are. But that's it for the games. That's it for our odds. George, thank you as always. Uh, to all of you, please play responsibly. Only gamble what you are willing to lose. Um, we'll be back next week. Uh, TBD on the date, maybe the second, maybe the fourth. Who knows? Um, Thank you for listening. Happy New Year. Enjoy it and enjoy the hockey. We'll see you next time.